Hello, and welcome to On the Road to... Evolution. I'm Christy, and I'm joined by my brother... David. And if you haven't heard the podcast before, this is obviously about wrestling, WWE wrestling specifically. We focus on the pay-per-views and their fallouts amongst the WWE universe. And we're still relatively new to wrestling, so... We're still figuring a few things out. Some things are still a little weird to us. I guess I shouldn't say weird, but confusing. We're still figuring some things out. We're recording a little bit later this week because it's Halloween, so we were a little busy on Wednesday. Just a little bit. Do we want to talk about our Halloween costumes this year? We can, I suppose. You suppose? Or I should say, yes, we can! (laughs) Well, if you haven't guessed from David right there, probably not. Probably not. That wasn't too good. Yeah, that wasn't a very good impersonation. Um, David (laughs) dressed as Paul Bearer, and I've never been anything quote-unquote scary before. I'm usually, I don't know, I usually do like Dorothy from Wizard of Oz or, you know, I guess quote-unquote cute things. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, just... Tina from Bob's Burgers or funny things like that and this year I just dove right in and got my inspiration from guess who Ben Balor so I did full face paint Demon King handing out candy to children so so some were like oh that's cool and others were like what is happening (laughs) but yeah went full in um, never done face paint, paint before, so that was interesting. Um, learned some things. Apparently, I don't know, it was weird. Parts of the body paint stayed on just fine. Other parts, just, well, I didn't, I didn't do body paint. I did face paint and a war shirt that I painted. I thought it looked pretty cool. But I'm, okay. <laughs> I'm being biased, but I thought it looked good. <laughs> but the area around my neck like flaked off which was really like the paint flaked off so that was kind of weird I don't know I'll have to actually practice next time I guess I ran out of time because I've spent so much time on the shirt but anyways so we had Paul Bearer and Demon King for or Demon Queen for Halloween (laughs) but we weren't the only ones that were excited for Halloween Uh, several of the Superstars at Evolution got into the Halloween spirit a little early with their ring gear, and some of those actually started the pay-per-view in the match of Trish Stratus and Lita versus what ended up being Mickey James and Alicia Fox instead of Alexa Bliss. Well, very originally, it was supposed to be Trish Stratus versus Alexa Bliss, and then that turned into Trish Stratus and Lita versus Alexa Bliss and Mickey James and then somehow that night it turned into Trish Strash and Lita versus Mickey James and Alicia Fox accompanied by Alexa Bliss. Mm. But Team Alexa was Alice in Wonderland themed. Alexa was kind of a dark Alice and Mickey James had her little Queen of Hearts going on and Alicia Fox was maybe the White Rabbit. I think she was carrying around a big clock or something. Not sure if she was White Rabbit or Mad Hatter. 
think maybe Mad Hatter. Mad Hatter, okay. That'd make more sense for her anyway. Yes, yes, it would for <laughs> for Alicia. Yes, it would. I'm not sure what's going on with Alexa Bliss. She has not wrestled in months going on now. Not since Hell in a Cell. Yeah. I mean, she's come out. She's done promos. She's interfered in matches, but she has not been in a match. So I'm not sure if she's still injured or not. Well, I would say, yeah, she, she not, hasn't done anything, so... But, I mean, normally when they're injured, they just kind of disappear for a while. Well, depends on the severity of the injury. Well, even, I don't know, but even still, like, they just, I don't know. Because there, there are so many wrestles, wrestlers that they can use. I'm interested why, I don't know. It's just... I don't know, it's interesting to me that they still have her out there in the forefront. Or also just have not come out and said what is actually wrong with her. Like, they keep just, like, kind of putting it off into the side and, like, not addressing it. So that's a little... It's slightly confusing. But anyways. So... That, that match turned into... Yeah. To Hall of... I think they're both Hall of Famers, Lita and Trish Stratus. Yeah. And then versus Mickey James and Alicia Fox, which I'm going to assume at some point Mickey James is going to be Hall of Fame if she I guess if she ever stops wrestling regularly. I don't know what the determination is for becoming a Hall of Famer. I don't know. Cuz she was wrestling Trish Stratus and Lita when they were at both active, so she's mm. been in it a while, so she should be a Hall of Famer at some point. But that was a really good match to start off the pay-per-view. Had some of the old Attitude Era superstars meeting, well, I guess more old Attitude slash current wrestlers. Late Attitude. Yeah, late Attitude. I mean, I don't know where that's, I don't know where that stops and starts, honestly. I'm not sure either. Okay. (laughs) But, yeah. But yeah, Lita and Mickey James, they started the match. It was a really good match. I enjoyed it a lot. They're really fun to watch. It was good to see Hall of Famers. Yeah. Two Hall of Famers. Two Hall of Famers get in and mix it up because they haven't wrestled in several years. I think, I can't remember they said last match one of them had was like 2012 maybe. So it's been six years roughly since they've had like a match at least at least so it was really fun to see them get in there and i guess reignite some old rivalries with mickey james i don't know i'm just getting all this from the commentary (laughs) because i i obviously i wasn't watching when they were active so i don't I don't know any of that backstory so what little (laughs) i do know i've gotten from the commentators but yeah that was super fun match to watch alexa got involved a little bit trying to knock lead off the top rope and they alexa and mickey and alicia try to leave at one point they're like oh we'll take the count out we're done and of course trish and lita are like no we're not having it and drag them back in so lita ends up hitting i think she hits mickey and alicia from the top rope and then Trish does pin Mickey. 
like I said, it was a good match to start. Yeah. Yeah. I would probably have enjoyed it more if I was more familiar with Trish Stratus. Whoa, Trish Stratus. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and Lita. That's kind of hard to say, like, really fast. Yeah. Trish Stratus. Or Trish Stratus. <laughs> yeah. So, Trish and Lita win. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Mickey and Alicia aren't happy about it. But, you know... It happens. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was a good fun match. I wish I could remember more details, but I remember it being a good, decent match to start off the evolution. Mm-hmm. But yes, um, this was WWE's first all-women's pay-per-view, and it was nice to see them bring in the past along with the present to like show how far women's wrestling has come just within a relatively short time period recently and so it was good to bring all that together and show them that hey just because they're called divas doesn't mean they weren't also good and also wrestlers so it was and this was a good way to start evolution was with this tag team match Mm -hmm. especially all the women in it being from that era Right. Yeah, because, yeah, even Alicia Fox has been wrestling a while, too. So, yeah, they, they're they all divas that are now what they've always been or superstars. I mean, because I was kind of dumb in the first place to differentiate them in that way, I think. Yeah. And that was just, that was just a super fun match to watch and get the pay-per-view started. Mm-hmm. Got present and old meeting for this wonderful all women's pay per view, and the next match was probably the biggest match just in sheer number of participants for the night. It was the twenty woman battle royal. Good combination of past and present superstars. Mm-hmm. Some of the past superstars or several Hall of Famers: uh, Kelly Kelly, Alundra Blaze. Maria Canellis, Molly Holly, Ivory, Tori Wilson, Michelle McCool. Yeah, those were the past people that I have not gotten to see. Well, I guess I watched. Yeah, some of them were in the Royal, Royal Rumble, Rumble that Royal I, Rumble. I watched. I watched that in the back catalog. Obviously, I wasn't watching wrestling regularly then but yeah like molly holly was there uh tori wilson i think kelly kelly was also in the royal rumble so it was it was good seeing them to get to come back for the evolution and the battle royal 20 21 battle royal i kind of wish it was a 30 woman yeah because they promised us like over 50 female superstars participating and I don't even know if we got 40. We did. It was just barely. You just barely, unless they were counting like Beth Phoenix and Renee <laughs> and, um, oh goodness, the announcers. I can't remember all the uh, ring announcers' names. Oh, yeah, no, no. And, um, the NXT assistant head coach. Mm-hmm. So if they're counting and the, 
Oh, I forgot her name, too. The female referee from NXT, if they counted her, too, then maybe they got to 50 if they yeah. counted all the... Which, I mean, to be fair, they are a part of WWE also. Yeah. They're just not wrestling. Right. So, they should have... Stephanie McMahon should have been more specific right. when saying over 50 women were participating. Mm-hmm. But anyways, 20 women battle royal, still good number. Better than Baron Corbin's 10, was it even 10, man? Global, yeah, global. battle royal, whatever. Yeah. Baron Corbin's lame. Anyways, <laughs> then we had like the present day wrestlers. Of course, my favorite entrance, Naomi. She got to go first. She was particularly glowing that evening with her long cape. I guess you call it, it's kind of called a hard to call it a cape because it was so long yeah. but it was it was it, it was more lit a, <laughs> is it more of a cloak uh, i mean maybe i don't know it's hard to define well it's not really a cloak because there's no hood was there not no okay that was a cape yeah it was a cape it was a cape it was just a really long cape but it's good to see i was also good to see some of the male wrestlers there supporting Jimmy Uso was there, Naomi's husband. Mm-hmm. Our Truth was there to support Carmella. <laughs> the Miz and Maurice were there to support Asuka. I kind of wish Maurice had been able to participate in Evolution. Mm-hmm. I mean, she had participated in Hell in a Cell, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Personally, I would have wanted to wait and participated in Evolution. Yeah. As a if I was a female superstar, I would be like, no, I'm gonna wait for the big one mm-hmm. but that that's just me but yeah that was a really good awesome battle royal to watch of course the iconics were the last ones to enter and they do what they do best smack talk <laughs> i guess be annoying more precise maybe yeah Thrust their tummies through their shirts. Yeah, I don't, that's that, a weird. That is, I guess that's kind of a superhero pose, but it's just weird because of the way their <laughs> shirts are cut, it just looks like they're sticking their stomachs out. So <laughs> it's a bit odd. But of course, they were smack talking the Hall of Famers and past wrestlers, mm. saying they're basically saying they're washed up and oh, it's good for you to be up past your bedtime and stuff <laughs> like that. And of course, once they get to the ring, who gets taken out first but the iconics by the hall of famers mm. and then oh and then the present superstars surround the past superstars <laughs> and then of course everybody just goes at it yep. chaos ensues. chaos ensues as it should mm. see i think oh i think molly hollywood might have been the first one out yeah i'm not sure so. which is a little disappointing because she was also in the royal rumble mm. so I don't know. I'm not going to list all of them in order because I didn't run them down the order they <laughs> went out. But yeah. I guess some highlights were, you know, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, you know, they're a team. Mm-hmm. Tag, kind of a tag team, I guess. Were they with Paige? Is that who their yeah. like, third person was? Was yeah, Paige? They were Paige. Yeah. Okay. Until so, she got injured and now general manager. Yeah, yeah. Now SmackDown general manager. And. Uh, so they were working together, but then Mandy Rose knocked out Sonya. So Sonya was not really happy about that. Yeah. She was kind of like, what's up with 
come on. And, of course, Asuka and Naomi were working together because they're best friends now <laughs> yeah. for, I guess, a couple of months now, actually, now that I think yeah. about it. I didn't, I guess I didn't realize it at the time because there was chaos ensuing, but apparently I think they mentioned on Monday night that uh, when Naya and Tamina kind of had their moment in the middle of the ring, mm. they did like Roman's like roar thing. Is that what you call it? I guess kind of a battle, battle <laughs> like a roar. Battle cry. Battle cry thing. Yeah. So they kind of did that to... I guess honor Roman, which so. we'll we'll get into that a little bit about why they would want to honor Roman. We'll get into that later when we talk about Monday Night Raw, because right now this is about the ladies. But yeah, they kind of uh, Naya and Tamina have like a face off in the center, and for some reason Lana <laughs> inserts herself into their confrontation, trying to calm them down, which I don't know why you'd want to calm them down, because it's a battle royal, Lana. Right. Anyway, so that was a weird, funny moment. And then, oh, at one point they do an eight-woman suplex. (laughs) That was super cool. Yeah. Wish they would do that more often, but, I mean, that's obviously kind of tricky, and... Yeah. Not often you have that many people in a ring, but that was super cool. Uh, a few people, well, two people rolled out of the ring for a while. I saw, well, I saw like a shape go out, but I couldn't see who it was. And I definitely saw Carmella roll out. So I knew Carmella was one of them. Mm-hmm. And then eventually she rolls back in and does a dance break <laughs> because her and our truth have dance breaks now. And she, um, Ivory kind of comes up and like dances with Carmela. So that was a fun little moment. But then Mandy Rose breaks up the <laughs> dance break. Don't know why, but boo Mandy Rose for that. <laughs> but they end up both taking Mandy Rose out. So that was a good little yeah. moment. And yeah, like I said earlier, Naomi and Asuka were working together because they're best friends. But then Tamina took out Naomi. I think she like basically threw Naomi out, if I remember. That was a pretty rough throw, too. Yeah. And Asuka was upset about that. And then eventually we get to what we think is just not an Ember Moon. But then Zelina, which we did not... Uh, I couldn't remember who it was, but it was Zelina had rolled out earlier, and then she came back in, and she, because I think Nia and Ember kind of had each other, like, teetering mm. on the edge of the ring, and, like, she comes in, and she thinks she knocks them both off, and so she starts celebrating, and then she turns around, and, like, Nia's there, <laughs> and, like, Nia takes her out, and then, again, it's Ember Moon and Nia Jax at the end facing off. And, of course, the crowd's like, Ember, Ember. And it's like, yeah. Because yeah. Ember is really good, and they've been kind of pushing her, which is cool because she is a good wrestler, and she's really fun to watch. Yeah. But then, unfortunately, well, that's mean to say, but, like, <laughs> yeah. unfortunately for Ember Moon, right. Nia Jax throws her out, and Nia Jax wins about the battle royal which means she gets a chance at a title opportunity i guess so it would have been if like a raw person won it would be for the raw championship right. and smackdown, smackdown would be yeah. smackdown even though at the royal rumble you could it was for either right yeah well i'd say that mostly did that because 
it was going to be Asuka who won, and she was just coming in, so. But she was, uh, she did start on Raw, didn't she? Maybe. I don't remember. Because, I mean, now uh, she's on SmackDown. I wasn't but... watching the shows at the time. Oh, so okay. I don't know. Anyway, so Nia won, who is on Raw, so she'll be, at some point, challenging Ronda Rousey for the championship. Yeah. I'd say probably at Survivor Series. Well, no, because Becky and Ronda have a match at Survivor Series. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which we'll get into later, because that was announced on Raw. I did notice in the crowd, and it's been going on for a couple weeks, People, several people have had signs for, we want women's tag championships. <laughs> yeah. Which, please, I was hoping, 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 hoping they would have done something at Evolution to announce that, because there were two tag team matches. Yeah. <laughs> But I guess they were both technically raw tag team matches. Yeah. But still, we need it. We need women's tag team championships. Mm-hmm. That's a, I mean, it's kind of ridiculous that they don't have that yet. Yeah. They have all these women's tag teams and no tag team championship. Yeah. But yes, Nia, winner of Battle Royal. Hopefully she'll challenge for the championship soon. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Moving on to the next match, which was the finals for the May Young Classic, which I've watched all of it. You did you you didn't watch really any of it with me, did you? No. The tournament? No, I didn't. No, okay. So the final was Eo Shirai versus Tony Storm, which I was kinda of upset because the person I wanted to go to the finals uh, Mako Satamura, the final boss. <laughs> uh, I want her to go all the way. She's so good. But plus, um, have you not had the final boss at the final? Right. <laughs> the right? final match. It's in her name. Anyway, she's really good. I hope. I hope they have her for next year's May Young Classic because she's really good. Hmm. But. The final was Io Shirai versus Tony Storm, who Io Shirai is from Japan and apparently mm-hmm. best friends with Kyrie Sane, <laughs> so they tell us. Yeah, right. so they tell us. <laughs> and then Tony Storm is, she's built from Australia, but then I thought I saw somewhere that she was like born in New Zealand or something. Yeah. So. And she's on NXT UK. Right. So she's already a WWE wrestler. Mm-hmm. And then I think they just signed Io Shirai this year. To, um, to just NXT? I guess. They didn't really say. And she hasn't really been on there. So I don't know. I mean, they'll probably have her go through NXT. Yeah. There's not many people they immediately put on. Well, I meant like the NXT UK. Oh, no. I'd probably not. Well, but I don't know. I'm not in charge of that. I'm not Triple H. <laughs> no. Not the game. Okay, but this... Okay, this is the match where uh, the ref was Jessica Carr, and she's an NXT referee. And she's she was did several of the matches for the tournament. And so I think that's cool that they let her call the finals So mm. at, at Evolution. So that's really cool. Again, this is a really good match. It was a fun tournament to watch. I really enjoyed watching the whole tournament. All those women are amazing. They've had people from the Independents, people from NXT, NXT UK, 
past superstars. I think her name was Caitlyn. Like, she's a... Apparently, she's a past Divas champion mm-hmm. who, like, took time off. And now she's, like, trying to come back. And she was in the tournament. She was really good. You Like, you can tell the difference. I mean, you can tell the difference between some, like, how long they've been wrestling. You can tell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But even, I mean, even some of the ones that have only been wrestling a year. Like, mm-hmm. they're good. Mm-hmm. Like, all the women were really good. It was a really amazing tournament to watch. So... Obviously, this was a really good final to watch. But pretty much all I know about these two women is what I've heard in the little promos for the tournament. So I don't know too much about them. But they're apparently Eos like the best in Japan for like been the best in Japan for three years. And hmm. apparently Tony's wrestled around the world and she's only like 22 years old. I don't know how you gotten to wrestle around the world and you're only 22 no so she must have started really young i guess yeah because 22 is pretty young but this was a really exciting match to watch i think they call eo the what do they call her she's a flyer but who's one of her they say was one of her oh yeah influences ray mysterio Mysterio is one of her influences so she does like the 619 and stuff Mm. like that so she came in wearing a mask yeah count yeah she's got it was like a weird like like a teddy bear. Yeah, it's got little pom pom ears. But it was still kind of a luchador man. Yeah. 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 She can see that in small. Big wrestler in a small package. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they're both really fun to watch. Like, she flies. I mean, she didn't fly as much in the final, but still fun to watch. At one point in the match, EO knocked Tony off the top rope and. Then EO does a moonsault off the top rope onto the floor. Like they were they were kind of going everywhere. Mm-hmm. Tony German suplexed uh, EO on the apron. And EO goes for a moonsault again, but Tony got her knees up. And so I think Tony, like her move's called the Storm Zero or something. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Goes with her name, Tony Storm, so Storm Zero. Because at first it looks like she's setting up a pedigree or something. Yeah. But then Then she, like, flips them. Flips them around. So they land on their back or something. So she did, like, I think she did a couple. She did twice. Yeah, she did twice. Tony had, she was in the tournament last year, apparently. I think she got to the semifinals. Mm. And so this is really big for her to, like, get to the finals and win. Which she did. She won. She won the 2018 May Young Classic. And like I said, that was like a really good tournament. There were people I thought that should have gotten to the finals more so than them. Not that they aren't also good wrestlers. <laughs> but I guess it, I don't I don't even know how that works. I, do they you think do you think they determine who's going to win when they set the tournament up like the main, well, at least the Mayon Classic tournament. Do you think, or I don't know. They, well, yeah, I don't know. I would assume so, because that's how they do everything else. But yeah, it'd be kind of, I don't know, it'd be kind of weird to do a big tournament like that already knowing ultimately who's gonna. Right, like that just feel weird. To, I don't know. But I don't know. Unless they just decided like from match the match. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, because there was kind of one upset in the 
quarterfinals. I think her name's Tegan Knox. She was in. She was injured in the match. Like she already had a bad knee from the previous year, and then she injured her other her good knee in the match. Like it was a very short match. She like did a she did a suicide dive and landed weird, mm. and so she was kind of hurt then. And like the trainers and doctors came out. And she's like, "No, I'm fine. I'll keep going." Mm. And then she kept going and she really hurt herself and they had to call the match so in that case I'm like did that kind of mess up who was going to win because it kind of seemed like they were really pushing her but then she injured herself Mm -hmm. so yeah that's one of those things where I don't know what's happening behind the curtain I guess (laughs) would be a good way to put it yeah overall super good match I'm I'm glad they got to do the finals for the Mae Young Classic at Evolution. I think it would have felt, oh, not out of place, but I don't know. It just felt right for there to be an all women's pay per view and for them to have the finals for this tournament at an all women's pay per view. Mm-hmm. I don't know when they did it last year. I assume it's some, I would hope it a pay per view, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't remember. Which is also why I hope this does become an annual pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Because that way, the May Young Classic Final can be a staple for that for the, the tournament. Can be a staple for the pay-per-view. Right. Moving on to the next match, which was another tag team match between the Riot Squad and Natalia and Bailey and Sasha. Which is kind of a new group they've kind of bunched together in the past couple of weeks and the Riot Squad was another group of superstars that had Halloween themed oriented gear I think Liv Morgan kind of had a Pennywise thing going on and Ruby had a jigsaw kind of inspired outfit and what's her name Sarah Logan Hmm. had I think I said Chainsaw... I don't know, I guess Chainsaw Massacre thing going on, I guess. <laughs> I, guess so. I don't know. But that's kind of cool, because it's close... You know, at the time, it was before Halloween, so that's really fun. hmm And Finn was there to support Bailey, so... Yeah. Always good to see Finn. He had a little <laughs> hugger section sign. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm glad that some of the men did get to go, because I would want to go as, you know, just as a wrestler. Like, hey... It's a pay-per-view I don't have to work at. I want to go. I want to watch. Right. I want to I want to actually sit and watch and some enjoy some good wrestling. Mm-hmm. So, it's good to see that some of them actually did get to go and didn't have to work because I think there was a live show that night somewhere else, which I think is super lame because they don't do that for any other pay-per-views. They don't right. they don't have live shows mm-hmm. when other pay-per-views are going on. So, I thought that was really lame and dumb. Hopefully that gets corrected in the future. Because they deserve just as much respect as a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so the Riot Squad had their horror film-inspired gear going on. And then Bailey and Sasha kind of had matching gear going on. I think Bailey even had a little face paint going on on one side, which she doesn't normally have any face paint stuff. So mm-hmm. that was a little different. Another fun match to watch. 
Riot Squad. They're a little rough and tumble, but they're really good and they work together really yeah, well. They work t- well together. Yeah. Kind of play dirty, but it works to their advantage. Yeah. Yeah, Liv and Natalia, they started the match. At one point, Natalia and Sasha managed to do a heart attack. <laughs> that sounds so weird to say. They do a heart attack, but that's what the move's called. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who they did it on, but yeah. it's a little throwback to Natalia's dad's tag team mm-hmm. with that move. At one point, Liv knocked Sasha into Bailey to break up a pin. I can't remember who was pinned. Maybe it was... Was it Ruby or... Maybe it was Ruby. Yeah. Somebody was pinned, but like Liv like knocked Sasha into Bailey to like break that up mm-hmm. to save that, uh, save the match. And at one point, Sasha tried to dive into the Riot Squad, but she weirdly got caught on the ropes or something. <laughs> and so then they grab her and throw her into the barricade. And Natalia manages to save Sasha, but then. I think they get Natalia and they were just working over Sasha for a while. And at one point, Sasha's in the corner and Ruby's about to, I don't know what she was doing. A, she was going off the top ropes and she's going to go on to Sasha. But then Bailey crawls into the ring and covers Sasha with her body to protect, <laughs> to save her from Ruby. Yeah, so Bailey takes the brunt of the. I don't know if it was an elbow drop or I don't know what it I can't remember. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'd never seen somebody <laughs> use their body as a shield in a wrestling match before. <laughs> no. I guess that's just how much Bailey loves, loves Sasha. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, at one point, Natalia gets back in and she does a double sharpshooter to Sarah <laughs> and Ruby, but Liv was the legal woman. So, mm. like, Natalia was doing all that awesome sharpshooting for nothing, and so like Liv saves them and breaks that up. Oh, but the end of the match was pretty exciting because uh, Natalia she does a power bomb, then Bailey tags in, does an elbow drop off the top rope, and then Sasha tags in after that and does a frog splash to Liv, and they get the win. So that was like a super, like, one, two, three, like, crazy, exciting finisher. So that was really good. Oh, yeah. I think think when Sasha was going for the splash, Bailey jumped and dived into the rest of the Riot Squad to keep them from interfering with the pin. Mm -hmm. So, again, Bailey sacrificing herself (laughs) for the win. But that was was another really good match. Super exciting. Good wrestling. A+. plus. Okay, now getting into the championship matches. The first championship match was for the NXT Women's Championship. And apparently this was the first time it had ever been defended at a pay-per-view, which Mm -hmm. I think is interesting because they've done the NXT. Well, have they done the NXT now? I'm thinking about it. The men's title, have they done that at a pay-per-view? Because I know they've done the cruiserweight several times. Anyways, well, this is the first time, so... What better place for the NXT Women's Championship match than Evolution? It was Kyrie Sane, Pirate Princess, versus <laughs> Shayna Baszler, the Queen of Spades. I don't. I've only I've only seen her wrestle 
twice, and that and the first time was when she lost to Kyrie Sane. <laughs> yeah. At, was that... Those was NXT TakeOver before SummerSlam. Yeah, before SummerSlam, yeah. But yeah, apparently Shayna is another one of those former MMA turned wrestler people. Mm-hmm. And the only thing they know is an arm bar. <laughs> because she, well, she... I mean, she does other she stuff. She slightly more than Ronda Rousey does. Right, but again, that's kind of the go-to. Right. Because she hurts, quote-unquote, not sure if she actually hurts Kyrie Sane's shoulder and arm. Mm-hmm. But this was actually a really fun... Well, up to a point, it was a good match to watch. Yeah. It was really exciting. Kyrie goes off the top rope onto Shayna in front of, in front of the desk. And she even sends... She manages to send Shayna over the barricade. And apparently, Shayna has friends. Again, don't know their names. They're wrestlers, but I don't know their names because I don't watch NXT. And she sends Shayna into her friends, like, over the barricade into the crowd. And, of course, then that's when her friends start interfering with the match which is like super lame mm-hmm. because Kari's a good wrestler but they keep like knocking her and like distracting her and distracting the ref and all kinds of mess and eventually Kyrie gets put to sleep and somehow that means that Shayna got the title even though she didn't submit or tap out or like get pinned mm-hmm so, because I thought it was only titles, well, in typical championship matches, the title only changes when there's a tap out or a pin, which was neither. She didn't tap out and she didn't get pinned. So, I don't know why the title changed. This is a knockout, I guess. I guess. I don't, I don't know. Apparently, I need to read up on the rules more because... In my head, she neither tapped nor got pinned, so... Yeah. So, she no longer gets to carry... Kyrie no longer gets to carry the championship in her treasure chest. (laughs) Anyway, so... I don't know. I like Kyrie saying, so that was kind of a... Disappointing into that match. Yeah. Because since we last recorded, I did actually get to go to an NXT live show... And so I did get to see Kyrie Sane wrestle, and that was really fun. So, because she was like the only person I knew the name of <laughs> there. Except for there was a few, and actually in her match, that were also in the Mae Young Classic, mm-hmm. and that which they were really good. So, like, I was like, hey, they were in the Mae Young Classic. They were in the Mae Young Classic. So, like, I was kind of excited about that, because going in, I just knew Kyrie Sane, mm-hmm. and that was it. So... So, yeah, it was fun getting to watch her there and then having to watch her lose at Evolution was kind of sad. Mm-hmm. But that just means she has to win it back at some point. Yeah. Hopefully soon. We'll see. But, yeah, that was a good match. It was a fun match up until her, what's, Shayna's cro- I guess cronies, cronies. Is it cronies or cronies? Cronies. Cronies. I don't know why I said cronies. They're not singing. <laughs> They're not crooning. They're not singing. Cronies got involved and made the match lame. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't even, like, fun interference. No. It was just like, I don't know. There's good, there's good fun, entertaining interference, and there's just like, you're ruining this interference. Yeah. Like Brock Lesnar at Hell in a Cell. Ugh. Yeah. 
But anyways, on to the next match, which was, for me, the main event of the whole pay-per-view for the SmackDown Women's Championship, the first ever last woman standing match, which I don't see how this is the first ever last woman standing match, but apparently there's still walls that need to be broken down for women's wrestling. Apparently. Apparently. Well, in WWE, there's probably some independent promotions and stuff where they've done that before, but... Maybe, I don't... Because you have to remember, this is still all within the context of WWE. I mean... And not the world of wrestling. True, but they don't have a reach like WWE does. That's also true. But anyways, it was Becky Lynch versus the Queen Charlotte Flair. (laughs) Charlotte looking, I'm going to say radiant. She looked radiant because she had a beautiful white robe on and her gold ring gear on. She looked like a queen. She looked ready to win. Mm -hmm. But I mean, Becky's gear was cool too. It was like a bronze and gold and she had cool eye makeup so she was ready to go too straight fire was ready to go too <laughs> yeah i wasn't quite sure what a last woman staying match was but now i know <laughs> it's no dq no it was no pinfall and like no pinfall it's yeah. just whoever is the last person standing mm-hmm. wins after a 10 after a 10, 10 count, count. yeah yep. anywhere it could be in the ring out of the ring yeah. wherever Ooh, this match was pretty crazy. Oh, yeah. Like, I didn't know there were so many chairs in the world. <laughs> All the chairs in the world were under that ring. Somehow. <laughs> Somehow. I don't even know how they were pulling. I feel like somebody was handing somebody chairs because... Probably. There's no way they were pulling them out that fast because they just, like, started throwing them in the ring at one point. Mm. Just, like... Oh, here's mine. Oh, here's mine. So it was like a mountain of chairs. I was like, okay, what? And eventually, well, I guess, but they did start out with a kendo stick, though. Mm-hmm. I think Becky, Becky pulled out a kendo stick and started hitting Charlotte with it. But then, like, Charlotte grabs it and throws it away. Mm-hmm. And then the chairs start multiplying like rabbits to a giant mountain. Eventually, Charlotte found a table at some point. But, like, Becky throws Charlotte onto the pile of chairs. Ooh, and then Charlotte gave... Becky a net breaker onto the pile of chairs which that's just gotta hurt like there's no way that's not gonna hurt on a pile of chairs that's gonna hurt and then Charlotte pulls out another table even though I don't even know if she ever like Charlotte kept putting out tables but she never got to set them up because like Becky would like eventually go over and you know start messing with Charlotte and Becky sends Charlotte into the pile of chairs again and puts her on the table but then charlotte manages to knock becky off the top rope and puts becky on the table and she does a moonsault onto the table but like she kind of misses but she still like knocks becky off so then she puts her back becky back on the table and she does it again this time the table actually breaks Mm. and they both go through it it's like finally a table broke it's taking forever for a table to break Mm -hmm. and charlotte finds a ladder and she gets a ladder out but then like of course Becky starts attacking Charlotte again but it was a really cool moment because like Charlotte let go of the ladder and then like it stood up perfectly by itself 
in the middle of the ring, but then Becky not ruined it and knocked it over. It's like one of those things like you couldn't have gotten that to happen if you tried and it just happened. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, and then Becky ruined it. Because <laughs> everybody was like, whoa, and then she's like, kick it. Then, let's see, Becky did a spine buster to Charlotte on the ladder. Yeah, somehow Charlotte manages to get Becky's legs through the ladder and does a figure eight through the ladder <laughs> to Becky. So that was pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, there's chairs everywhere. So, like, Becky eventually gets a chair. She was, like, she had her in a figure eight for a while, though, didn't she? Yeah. And, of course, like, there's no, like, she was, I think she even tapped. Mm-hmm. But, of course, there's no taps because there's no, it's a less one standing, so there's no tap out. Mm-hmm. So, no, Becky, no. <laughs> you don't get to escape. But she eventually gets a chair because there's chairs everywhere because they're in the middle of the ring with the mountain of chairs. Yeah. And she, like, gets the chair and, like, knocks Charlotte to get her out of the figure eight. And then, again, this is, like, the third or fourth time Becky's done this. She, like, grabs her belt and, like, tries to leave again through the crowd. And Charlotte, like, follows her and they, like, start fighting in the crowd and, and the WWE universe. And <laughs> so that was really exciting and... Charlotte drags her back into the to the ring and Charlotte clears off the German table because this pay-per-view is a proper pay-per-view because they <laughs> have all the announced teams there. Yeah. And so Charlotte clears off the German table and then she throws Becky into the main announced table and Charlotte gets out another ladder and sets it in front of the German table. So I guess she's planning on like getting on top and like moonsaulting onto the table with mm-hmm. Becky on it, I guess. But we don't know because then Becky hits Charlotte with her belt and puts Charlotte on the German desk. And then Becky goes onto the ladder and puts Charlotte through the table. So that was super exciting. Somebody went through an announce table, so it's a real yeah. pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny, though, because you could hear somebody, I think before she did that, you could hear somebody in the crowd yelling, Are you going to walk away again, Becky? Because like, <laughs> yeah. she like had her belt with her before she sent Charlotte through. And then Charlotte gets back up after going through the table, and she's like, is that all you got, Becky? Mm-hmm. And it's like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. And then, like, you know, they go at it again, and then Becky starts burying Charlotte, like, under her chairs. <laughs> she, like, grabs the announced chairs and steel chairs and pieces of table and just, like, starts burying Charlotte alive, basically, yeah. so she can't get up. So... Becky will be the last woman standing. But then, I guess the best way to put it, Charlotte emerges. Yeah. I just wanted her to, like, Hulk out. Hulk explodes. Out explodes. Out. She didn't do that, but she did get out. And, like, Becky's just, like, looking on in terror. Because, like, Charlotte <laughs> was, like, she was getting a pretty good... I would have been scared if I was in a match with Charlotte, given that face, because she was mm. fierce. She was just, like done it was beast mode she was in beast mode at that point yeah she was in flare mode (laughs) but yeah so becky was like scared she's like no no i'm sorry i'm sorry don't no so that was really good that was a super good moment and then like charlotte puts becky on the let's see so the other table that was on the other side of the ring Mm -hmm. near the entrance way they work their way that way like charlotte gets the i think she gets the kendo stick and beats Becky with a kendo stick and then the spears her and eventually drags Becky onto the other table that's on the other side. 
And, like, she goes to the top rope, but, like, Becky manages to, like, get her down, like, knock her off. And then Becky puts Charlotte on the table and puts her through the table instead. And, of course, at that point, ugh, poor Charlotte. She she can't stand back up. Mm. And so she gets counted out. And Becky wins and retains. Straight fire retains the title once again. Mm-hmm. But that was... Such a good match. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fade to black, roll credits. That should end a pay per view. <laughs> That's what it should have been it on. Should have. I honestly don't know why they didn't. No. Like, in all no, honesty, no. whoever built that, put the order, created the order, just they were so off. I don't know. Yeah. Because, ugh, that was just. I'm sorry. That was such a good match. It was such a good match. Yeah. That was just... Ugh. So good. I mean, that's just... It's wrestling. Like, you see that and you're like, this is wrestling. Mm. Yeah. But then you get to, for some reason, the final match, which I kind of want to just act like it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. It's for the Raw Women's Championship. Because, honestly, it was just a huge letdown after the amazingness that happened. Like they were saying on, like the commentators were saying, Becky and Charlotte's match is one that's going to be talked about for like 20 years. Yeah. This next one's not. No, not at all. But Becky's and Charlotte's definitely was. That was yeah a match for the ages. Oh, yeah. Uh, but the next one was for the Raw Women's Championship between Ronda Rousey and Nikki Bella who was accompanied by Brie Bella, who had, like, a giant Bella Nation... Was it Bella Nation or Bella Lucian flag? Bella, it was Bella Lucian. Bella Lucian flag. Don't know why it was a giant <laughs> flag, but anyways. Yeah, sure. Um, Apparently, they had... Nikki and Brie had dedicated the match to Ronda Rousey's mom... <laughs> And, and made her an honorary Bella. Yeah. I don't know. Some, I don't know. Some weird thing they started teasing Rhonda about letting her mom down or something on the previous Raw. I don't know. It's all kind of weird. I don't. Yeah. I guess trying to make their rivalry interesting, I guess. I'd, I guess so. But yeah, I mean, it was a okay match. Like I said, it was kind of a big letdown after... The awesomeness that was Becky versus Charlotte. Yeah. It's like, I want to talk about it, but I mean, stuff happened. I mean, Rhonda was, I don't know, she's kind of getting better, kind of not. But not really. Yeah. She did use some of the moves, but they were so sloppy, you couldn't tell what they were. No. Later, they called the one where she had Nikki and Brie on her shoulders, which Brie had to climb on Rhonda's (laughs) shoulders. She did not put Brie on her shoulders. They called it a Samoan drop. But she just kind of really fell over. Yeah, she just fell over. So that was... was, They should not call that a Samoan drop because that was a disgrace to Samoan drops. Yeah. But yeah, of course... Apparently, since nobody can beat Ronda, they had Brie helping a lot in the match. Yeah. With, like, distracting the ref and running interference and... Yeah. I think at one point she, like, pulls Ronda into the post or something. Yeah, something like that. 
Oh yeah, like Rhonda threw Brie into the ta- uh, table. I mean, there was some give and take at least, I will say that. Yeah. Like Nikki did actually get to re- <laughs> Nikki did get to wrestle. Yeah. Like actual proper moves. Mhm. Alabama slammer. <laughs> Is it slammer or slamma? Cuz it's Alabama. Yeah. Alabama slamma. Probably that. I don't know. Alabama slamma. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel bad for Nikki having... <laughs> sounds so terrible. I feel bad for Nikki having to wrestle Ronda. Oh, yeah. And that Nikki is a really good wrestler. Been doing it for several years. Knows what she's doing. Yeah. And having to wrestle somebody who probably should still be training. Yeah, who really has no idea what they're doing. No. Again, she is an athlete. Right. But even a good athlete should recognize when they need to train. Yeah. Because this is a totally different it's a thing different from sport. what she's done yeah, before. Yeah, it is. If I was a basketball player, I wouldn't expect to go into tennis and be like, oh, I know everything about tennis. Right. Like, no, I need to train. I need to work Yeah. at it. So they draw out her Rhonda's celebration thing i don't know it's weird it was really long but then she goes up to the entryway and everyone who got to participate so like all the women all the wrestlers announcers everybody Mm. so that was a nice little moment yeah but again Rhonda, for some reason was front and center yeah of the evolution which she's not there for at all no she just came into it this year it was like all it's all been this year right yeah yeah, just this year. I think that's probably the most ridiculous thing is to have someone you just brought in be your face of an evolution that's been happening for years. Right. When you have women who have been there for years, mm-hmm. wrestling for years, carrying the division for years, and you're yeah. pushing them aside for a new person who hasn't even been wrestling. Now, if she had been a new person who had been wrestling for years, if she had been on the independent scene for years and then came in in WWE, I'd be like, okay, she's been wrestling for years. She's, you know, she's been a part of this. Mm -hmm. Maybe not in WWE, but she's been a part of this growing thing of women's wrestling. But she's, um, she is a female, she's a female athlete, but she's, not she's a not wrestler. A, well, no, I mean, she's, she's not a currently a wrestler, but yeah, <laughs> it's not her background. She's currently pretending to be a wrestler. Well, that's harsh, but no, not really. Okay, you saw her in that match. It's I know it harsh. was yeah, but I don't know when really it should be. I mean, probably the person wrestling the longest in the women's division, I would assume, would be Mickey James. Yeah, who is like a present wrestler. Mm-hmm. Like, why isn't she, or Natalia, a, a legacy? Yeah. And obviously a, a leader backstage and stuff. Like right. She's obviously very important to right. everyone else out there. So. I mean, she was Rhonda's training partner. Right. Which they've, I don't know, they've moved Natalia away from Rhonda. Rhonda's, like, kind of on her own now. Yeah. They moved the Bella twins in to take Natalia's place, but then they betrayed her. And so now she's 
alone. All alone, yeah. So, I don't know. It's strange, but yeah, I wish... I wish Charlotte's and Becky's match had been the main event. It should have been the main event. I mean, it was it a last woman standing match. It had special stipulations and everything. Right. It was built as a main event right. match. So I don't know why. I don't know. Whoever did the ske- scheduled evolution should have fl- flipped those two matches. Mm-hmm. But I guess, I guess Raw's the flagship brand. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Show, so, oh, well, Raw has to be the main, the Raw title has to be the main event match, I guess. Maybe that was their thought process. I don't... Well, I think it's that they've got too much invested in Ronda Rousey is really the thing. Maybe, but I don't know. Definitely the highlight for that night for me was Becky and Charlotte. Yeah. And I hope they, I hope this becomes an annual pay-per-view, honestly. Yeah. It I mean, I think it deserves to be. Honestly, I th- kind of thought it was better than uh, pay-per-views have been watched. Well, of course, I haven't been watching that many pay-per-views. <laughs> I just started, but yeah. I mean, out of SummerSlam, was it SummerSlam, Hell in a Cell, Super Showdown, and this one. This yeah, this is my fourth That's, one. Yeah. Watching concurrently with the rest uh Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, but this has been the best one so far, so yeah, make it an annual thing. Mm-hmm. It was it was better than the other ones, and it was all women. I was like, this is good wrestling. Yeah. But yeah, I think it should be an annual thing. It's great to have a pay-per-view to highlight the women. Just add some tag team match championships in there, and right. we got you, and you got like the best pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. That's that was that's my only complaint. No women's tag team championships. Mm-hmm. That's my one complaint. But I think it's great to have a platform for the May Young Classic finals every year. That'd mm-hmm. be great. You know show us the up and coming superstars with NXT championship match. That's great. Include the past wrestlers. That's great too. Yeah. Like it's just it was other than no women's tag team championships and Becky and Charlotte not being the main event closer match. Those are my two complaints. Yeah. Other than that, great, amazing. Mm-hmm. I wanted to mostly focus on the women's stuff because it is coming off of Evolution. But, I mean, we do need to talk a little bit about the stuff that's going to affect Crown Jewel because that is was only five days after <laughs> evolution mm-hmm. too close together on personally too close together pay-per-views like way too close mm-hmm. but so we'll talk a little bit about the stuff that comes up because there is some major stuff that came up mainly roman reigns we have to talk about roman reigns yeah he had to relinquish his title those was that last week? Yeah. yeah, that was last week. Apparently, I did not realize this. He has leukemia, and he had it. Well, he was initially diagnosed when he was only 22, mm-hmm. which is really young. Apparently, he was able to overcome it then, but it has since come back, and he's going to have to take a hiatus from wrestling and get treatment. And so he is unable to 
be at Crown Jewel for the triple threat match for the Universal title. So that has now turned into a singles match between Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman for an open Universal Championship. Mm-hmm. Starting to think that title's just cursed. <laughs> yeah. Because two out of the five champions so far have had to relinquish due to injury and illness. And I really hope he get. I hope Roman Reigns gets better soon. Mm-hmm. Because that just sucks. There's no easier, better way to put it. It just flat out sucks. Yeah. Cancer sucks. Nobody should have to go through it at all. So I really hope he gets to spend good time with his family, gets the treatment he needs, and gets to come back. And so, of course, Baron Corbin opens Raw. Kind of in poor taste. Well, definitely in poor taste. I would not have. Somebody told me to say these things. I would not have said it. And he's like, obviously, like, oh, it was very emotional last week. Hardest I've ever had. You know, I hope Roman comes back. But I'm okay if he doesn't because this towel looks good on my shoulder or, like, something like that. I'm oh, like, gosh. nope. Oh, nope. Mm. Can't say that. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. But he did it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so. So, yeah, just pretty much reiterating that, you know, it's going to be Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar for the title match at Crown Jewel. Of course, surprisingly, Brock Lesnar comes out with Paul Heyman because he, like, never comes out. He still has not shaved. Brock Lesnar, like, for some reason is not shaving. Don't know why. Weird Weird five o'clock shadow, you know, come out. Paul Heyman does this thing. Well, first, Baron Corbin tries to be like, oh, look, and here's one of the competitors now. And Paul Heyman's like, uh, you got your shtick? I got mine. Let me do mine. Because <laughs> Paul Heyman's like, that's literally my only job. <laughs> Let me do my job. Yeah. It's the only reason why I get paid is to talk up Brock Lesnar. <laughs> and so, you know, he does this whole thing like, this is not a prediction. This is a spoiler. Brock Lesnar is going to be Universal Champion again. Blah, blah, blah. Of course, then Braun Strowman comes out and he's like, whatever, I'm going to win. All about me. Well, not all about me, but, you know, he's like, you're not going to win. Yeah. And, of course, Corbin gets in between them and kind of pushes Braun back. And Braun's like, nope, power slams him, like, three times. Mm. And, of course, Brock is just, like, encouraging him. And then Brock comes up from behind and then, like, F5's Braun Strowman, blah, whatever. And so, you know, that's just building up for a crown jewel. And then, I wouldn't mention this match, this next match, if it, but it ends up kind of affecting crown jewel, weirdly. It's Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley, because apparently they have a weird rivalry thing going on now. Because mm-hmm. for some reason, Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush, his hype man, don't like Finn. Don't know why. <laughs> no. They just rude. <laughs> hate is gonna hate. And so Finn had beat Bobby the previous week, so they wanted a rematch. And Bobby is working over Finn for most of the match, but then Finn starts to make a comeback. And apparently Leo Rush doesn't like that, and so he starts he pushes Finn off the top 
rope several times, actually. Like, he pushes him off once, but Finn recovers. And then he pushes him off again. Finn just falls to the floor, and so the ref just calls it. He's like, no, disqualified. Bobby Lashley's disqualified, yeah. obviously. And of course, Bobby Lashley, not happy about that. And so they grab Finn and drag him into the ring, and... <laughs> Leo Ru- like Bobby Lashley holds him and Leo Rush just slaps Finn several times in the face, which I don't appreciate at all. It's like, what is their deal? Honestly, what is their deal? Right. It's Leo Rush's fault he was disqualified anyway, so he should be beating him up. Right? Bobby Lashley should get mad at Leo Rush for one, not wearing a shirt with, <laughs> with a sports, sports jacket, yeah. and two, for getting him disqualified. Because mm-hmm. now Finn's got two on him. Anyway, so I thought that was super rude with the slapping. I don't appreciate it. No. But then the only reason I mention this is because, oh, well, I should have mentioned beforehand, when Finn was coming out, they were carrying Baron Corbin off. Like when Finn was coming out with his entrance, they were carrying, because for some reason, Baron Corbin was still out there after (laughs) getting power slammed three times. Anyway, so... They were carrying him off, and Finn's laughing at him and two-sweeted him and whatever. Because <laughs> they've had a thing in the past. And so, oh, the reason why Leo stops slapping Finn is because he gets, like, a text or something. And so then they were like, rush off backstage. <laughs> and apparently it was from Baron Corbin. And Corbin's like, you know what? I like what you did to Finn. He's disrespectful, blah, blah. So I'm going to let you be in the World Cup tournament. And Bobby's like, wait, what? But it's already full. He's like, yeah, but you're replacing John Cena because he didn't qualify or whatever. (laughs) So apparently John Cena is not in the World Cup now and Bobby Lashley is replacing him. So that's the thing. Don't know what happened there. I'm assuming probably scheduling issues because John Cena's a big movie star (laughs) in China with I assume still doing that film with Jackie Chan. Yeah, I guess so. Ugh, what a life. Getting to make a movie with Jackie Chan. <laughs> oh, and then they announced that at Survivor Series, Becky is going to face Ronda. So, champion versus champion. But I didn't know this, but apparently Becky had interrupted Ronda's post-match interview at Evolution. Mm. And be on like, oh... Congratulations, champ. Oh, thanks, champ. You know, weird, like, smug Mm. mess. (laughs) Yeah. And then just walks away. (laughs) And so Mm. apparently they're gonna face off at Survivor Series. So that's the thing. I think that's in November. So after Mm. Crown Jewel. But back to focusing on women. I mean, obviously Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch are women. But... Back to focusing on Raw show. There was a 10-woman tag team match. Apparently, Trish Stress and Lita st- decided to stick around and teamed up with Natalia, Bailey, and Sasha to go against the Rat Squad and Alexa. Well, Alexa Bliss was there, but she wasn't wrestling again. So, Alicia Fox and Mickey James. Mm-hmm. And a huge 10-woman. Ten, ten I'll get it out. 10-woman tag team match. Again, super exciting. Hard, hardly ever to see a 10-woman tag team match, or even a 10-man tag team match, for that matter. <laughs> yeah, for that matter, yeah. But yeah, again, super exciting, super good wrestling. 
Trish and Sarah Logan started. Um, oh, Sasha and Bailey matching again. Finally getting the boss hug. Con- I think they call it boss hug connection. I think that's what they're calling themselves. Yeah. Since Sasha's back now, they get to do their little Twinkie outfits. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think they even say, I think their outfits even say Hossbug. Hoss, <laughs> boss hug connection. Wow. Okay. But yeah, they run interference. They do like a double baseball slide and like dives into the riot squad or whoever is on the mm-hmm. side. I can't remember because there's like ten women out there. It's hard to remember who's all going. Uh, Sasha and Trish, they double team Alicia Fox. Oh, but at one point Ruby accidentally hits Liv and Sarah off the side of the ring so that's like a little dramatic thing <laughs> oh and then that's when like the free for all just gets going they're just like all going at it so good <laughs> uh, Bailey and Lita they do a double twist of fate Bailey goes off the ropes and then Lita goes off the ropes again free for all super exciting stuff uh, Nat and Lita they do a heart attack on Alicia Fox <laughs> oh and then to finish it off Nat does a sharpshooter on Alicia who taps so Team Natalia wins, so that was just like a super good match. That was super exciting. Nat was just killing it at the end. It was just, oh, it was good. It was good stuff. Yeah. It's a good way to come off of Evolution with that tag team match. And then Naya gets is getting interviewed about you know how she feel about winning the Battle Royal, getting a championship opportunity, and then. The next other guest is like Ember Moon because mm-hmm. apparently Ember Moon eliminated five people at the in the battle royal and Naya eliminated four. So technically Ember Moon did better mm-hmm. even though she didn't win. So Ember's just like, man, it was great. You know, it felt like lightning in a bottle. Just like how good like Evolution felt, like how she good she felt. And Naya's like, well, that's great, but you know, I still beat you basically. Mm-hmm. Ember's like, well, I know you respect me, but I feel like you respect me more if I challenged you to a match because, like, they've been, like, saying, like, oh, they're friends and buddies and stuff, and now they're uh-huh. getting kind of rivalry going, so I don't know. But, yeah, like I said, I wish Ember Moon had won that, the Battle Royal, but, yeah. I mean, I'd take Nia Jax for a champion over Ronda Rousey. Yeah. For a Raw champion. Yeah. So that match was going to happen later in the night between Nia Jax and Ember Moon. Oh, at one point, Elias has comes out and he talks about how he like hit Baron Corbin the previous week with the guitar. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so like, he goes looking for Baron Corbin again or whatever. And he meets like Dana Brooke in the hall or, <laughs> yeah. uh, backstage. And she's like, oh, Elias, will you sing me a song? And he's like, for you? Nope. It's like, oh, rude. <laughs> Dana Brooke actually wanted you to play a song. Mm-hmm. Well, I should take a compliment where he gets it. And mm-hmm. apparently he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I don't know. A bunch of goofy stuff. And then we get, finally get to the Nijax versus Ember Moon match. And it was a short, it was a pretty short match. It was, I mean, it was good, but it was short. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot going on that episode of Raw. Like, a lot going on. Well, I mean, not going on, but, like, I don't know. It was just, it felt like there was a lot. Yeah. At one point, Ember goes off the ropes to knock Nia on the ground. 
And then Tamina comes out, interrupts, causes a distraction because it's like, oh, what's she going to do? But then Naya takes advantage and does a leg drop on Ember and pins her to win. <laughs> but then Naya and Tamina have a weird stare off <laughs> in the ring. And then Tamina just leaves. So it's like, what's going on there? <laughs> but yeah, Naya Jax beat Ember Moon again. Frowny face. She'll get Ember Moon will get there. She'll eventually she'll get to be. I hope she gets to be Raw champion. Yeah, yeah I hope so. But because she she was NXT champion, right? I think I think I, I think so. I think I remember them saying that. But of course, after that, there's all this you know there's build up for Crown Jewel. Like Kurt Angle does a little promo. Dolph Ziggler and. Drew McIntyre do an in-ring promo talking about like how Drew's gonna watch the Universal Championship match and of course Dolph's in the World Cup tournament mm-hmm. and he talks about how because he's facing Kurt Angle first he he talks about because they're both like collegiate wrestlers and stuff and he's like how mm-hmm. much Kurt did for collegiate wrestling and Olympics winning a gold how he was like his role model He's like, but you know what, Kurt? You're no Dolph Ziggler, and I'm the best in the world, and I'm going to show you this was happening to you. And then Apollo, he wrestles Apollo Crews, who I'm glad he's getting out because he kind of disappeared for a couple weeks mm-hmm. after the whole Dana Brooke, Titus Worldwide explosion, implosion thing. Yeah. But he's back, and he's really fun to watch wrestling, but... Mm-hmm. Dolph beat him, unfortunately. Yeah. Boo. And then there's a whole weird Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose thing. Because <laughs> although Seth says that Dean betrayed the Shield, no, he just betrayed Seth. Yeah. He's just upset at Seth. He didn't betray the Shield. He didn't betray Roman. He just betrayed Seth. Hmm. Anyway, so I guess. Maybe that'll play into the World Cup. We'll see, because Seth's also in the World Cup, so we'll see about that. Yeah. And then, I guess, I, I assume the thing the Crown Jewel's built around, well, I guess originally it was the Universal title match, but now mm-hmm. I guess it's Degeneration X versus the Brothers of Destruction. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, Kane and The Undertaker come out and have a weird kind of poet tree slam feel thing <laughs> flow going with their promo and of course Kane's like but that's Friday come out now and so Triple H comes out but then there's no Shawn Michaels and he's like oh hold on and of course they do a cute little like fake out thing and Shawn Michaels comes from behind and super kicks the Undertaker mm-hmm. and Triple H so I'm like yeah we got you <laughs> and then like Undertaker sits back up and stands up and they're like oh no <laughs> I was like yeah you better be oh no it's freaking Brothers of Destruction <laughs> so that's all that thing for Raw moving on to Smackdown so apparently Adrian and Daniel Bryan just decided to go ahead and have their match early <laughs> yeah and Shane McMahon who just came back out the blue, came back for SmackDown 1000. Now he's back. I don't know. <laughs> yep, Shane McMahon's back. And he's like, you know what? 
I'm gonna, he's like, yeah, okay, let's do it. Let's have the championship match now. Let's get a ref out here. And it's like, okay, so doing that. Of course, that was a really good match because two of the best superstars, mm-hmm. AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan. There was a lot of back and forth, beating each other up. But eventually, Daniel Bryan taps out to Calf Crusher, so AJ wins, which wasn't expecting otherwise, not to be rude, but because <laughs> yeah. of the time, I thought, well, maybe they'll just have a rematch Friday. Mm-hmm. But, ugh, worst thing ever. Samoa Joe is back. <laughs> and not in a good way. No. Because then he attacks AJ because, like, AJ and Daniel were having, like, a nice little, like, respectful, like, yeah, we're both good. <laughs> like, good sportsmanship mm-hmm. moment. And then Samojo attacks AJ from behind, puts him in a coquina clutch, is what it's called. Mm-hmm. I'll get it right eventually someday. But then, like, Daniel Bryan tries to help him because he's gallant. <laughs> but then he puts... Daniel Bryan in a coquina clutch and knocks him out so they're both laid out in the ring and it's like dadgummit dadgummit mm. move on the storyline's over right go away that was a month ago <laughs> but yeah so they just leave him out in the ring and then we see backstage Paige offers Charlotte to be the because apparently they have captain captains of the teams for Survivor Series mm. she offers Charlotte to be the women's captain for SmackDown at Survivor Series. And Charlotte says she doesn't think she's the best woman for the job, which is, like, not Charlotte at all to say. No. That's, like, the total opposite of anything I've seen Charlotte is Charlotte's always like, I'm the best. Mm-hmm. And for her Charlotte to say that, it's like, whoa, what's mm-hmm. going on? And Paige is even like, okay, um, eh, just think about it. That doesn't sound like you. How about you just think about it? Don't tell me no. Just think about it. Mm-hmm. So they leave it at that. And super fun part was the trick or street fight, <laughs> which I haven't heard before, but apparently it's a yearly thing, or at least they made it sound like it's a yearly thing. I don't yeah. know if it is. But apparently it's a no disqualifications match. And it was the New Day who was dressed up as the brood is that what they said Mm -hmm. so they were like in costume as the brood which is apparently an older tag team versus the bar that which includes the big show now apparently (laughs) yeah but weirdly i say weirdly i guess surprisingly seamus is in costume Mm -hmm. and by costume i mean whiter than usual i don't know how he could it i didn't think he could get whiter whiter but he did his like beard was whited out his hair was whited out his face was i assume powdered so i don't know what's going on there uh sorrow didn't have anything did he Mm, no big show was just a big show yeah so i guess that maybe that's why it was a little weird because sorrow and big show didn't have anything so Seamus looked a little out of place. (laughs) But apparently they're having a... Well, they'll face at Crown Jewel, so I guess that's the why they were having the... They were in the... Oh, but that one was so... There was, like, spitting, like, blood and stuff and, like, each other's faces. And somehow they got, like... 
there's a commercial break and there was like a big jump between their entrances and what was happening in the match because there was like a mountain of pumpkins <laughs> in the middle of the ring by the time the commercial break ended and it's like whoa where do all these pumpkins come from and so they, they were, and there's like a table in the ring and everything and so they're like power slamming each other into the pumpkins and it's like that's gotta hurt like pumpkins are no joke and then they were like New Day won right didn't they yeah they won because yeah. Biggie Biggie was getting it at the end mm-hmm. but they were spraying fake blood in the the bar's faces which is like so gross I, don't, I guess I don't know what that fake blood was made out of but it was like nasty first off it's just gross getting stuff sprayed like from someone else's mouth getting sprayed into your face to begin with. <laughs> yeah. That's just gross to begin with. And then, like, to make it gross, sticky, red mess on top of that is just like... Bleh. So, very visual match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was fun to watch. And then, after that, we see AJ backstage telling Paige that he wants Samoa Joe at Crown Jewel. And he's like, Daniel Bryan already had his chance. Let's make it some... I want Samoa Joe again. So, apparently, instead of AJ versus Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship, it's AJ versus Samoa Joe for the WWE Championship. Which I was kind of hoping. I thought, oh, Samoa Joe's in the mix now. Maybe they'll make it a triple threat since the Universal Championship match is no longer a triple threat. Maybe they'll make this one a triple threat. Mm -hmm. But, no. Mm. Let's get rid of Daniel Bryan. Who only gets apparently one chance at the WWE Championship. Apparently. And bring in Samoa Joe, who gets 30 chances and gets beat every time. Right. But anyway, so that's still a gross thing that won't go away. Mm-hmm. See. I guess even though she didn't have a match, Carmella joined our truth ringside. Our truth had a match against Shinsuke Nakamura, who mm-hmm. is the... U.S. champion, but we don't really hear much from him (laughs) as a champion, so... But they did have a dance break in the middle because (laughs) it's R-Truth and Carmella, so that was a fun little moment. And then Becky Lynch comes out and does a little in-ring promo wearing, like... I think she had, like, an I Am The Man shirt on. Yeah. Which, who... who, Isn't, like, Seth Rollins say I'm the man? Or is it somebody says somebody says that uh, lots of people say that. yeah well but now Becky's saying it apparently apparently <laughs> Becky Lynch is the man now yeah <laughs> which I don't okay <laughs> sure because sure. sure. you don't have enough things you're not just straight fire and but Irish last kicker and everything let's relentless relentless let's add one more she's she's also the man. But she does a little promo thing. She's like, I'm the best of SmackDown and Raw. She's like, I can knock any of their heads off. <laughs> I was like, okay. I don't know why we need to knock heads off, but sure. Yeah. But she did say she's going to rip Ronda Rousey's arm off at Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. And saying, like, Ronda isn't the best. Becky is, which, like, I'm okay if she rips Ronda's arm off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be mad. I mean, obviously she won't because she actually knows how to wrestle, but oh my gosh, I hope Becky wins. Mm. I'm not quite okay with Becky's weird heel turn, but if it means she beats Ronda Rousey, I'm okay with it. (laughs) Yeah. 
because somebody has to. I'm sorry. Mm. Somebody's got to. Because otherwise, it's just not interesting. Like, if you always win, unless you're Goldberg, <laughs> it's okay if you're Goldberg. Otherwise, it's just not interesting. Yeah. Oh, but back to World Cup stuff. Apparently, Shane doesn't... I don't know. There's something weird going on with Shane. Well, I mean, I guess there's always something weird going on with Shane McMahon and Stephanie with, like, who's got the better show. Mm. But he's gone so far as to super threaten his entrance for the World Cup because later that night they were having a tag team match with, like, Rey Mysterio and Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton and The Miz. But he threatened them saying... If SmackDown doesn't win the World Cup, don't come back to SmackDown. Like, you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> it's yeah. like, whoa. So that was a pretty tense moment. Especially since Rey Mysterio just got back. <laughs> right. Like, he just got there. It's only his third week back. So, yeah, they ended up having that tag team match. Which, thankfully, Rey Mysterio and Jeff Hardy won. That was, that was a good fun match. Right out. I don't think Ray Mr. Girl got to do too much, did he? Like, not till the end. Yeah. But yeah, it was a good fun match to watch. But then, of course, Randy Orton being Randy Orton, he RKO's everybody at the end. Yeah. What was it? Oh, yeah. Rey Mysterio, he, like, flies halfway across the ring and Ar- Randy Orton RKO's him. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what? And then, of course, like, you know, because Randy Orton's upset, but then the Miz is trying to congratulate him, like, yeah, we got him. <laughs> and then Randy Orton RKO's the Miz, too. Mm-hmm. I was like, which, you know, saw that happening, yeah. coming from a mile away. But anyways, that's, that's always fun to see the Miz get beat up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was that was the end of SmackDown. So heading into Crown Jewel, let's see. I'm trying to think of all the matches I can think of. Universal match, WWE match, championship match, SmackDown tag team championship match, mm-hmm. and the World Cup. Is that it? I, yeah, I guess that's I it. I think that's it. Unless there's something I'm forgetting which is always possible are they doing the raw tag team I don't think so no because yeah because Dolph is in the Dolph's no longer raw tag team champion Seth and Dean are and Seth's in the thing and Seth's in the thing and Dean that's the whole thing so Yeah. yeah that's true so I guess not so right now the world cup first round matches are Rollins versus Bobby Lashley, Kurt Angle versus Ziggler, and that's the Raw side. And for SmackDown, it's Jeff Hardy versus The Miz, and then Rey Mysterio versus Randy Orton. So that's what we have going into Crown Jewel for Friday. But yeah, overall, WWE Evolution, A+. I really hope they do it again. Mm-hmm. I think they need to. <laughs> yeah. Especially, I mean... Because, I mean, Crown Jewel's basically an all-men's pay-per-view. Yeah, well, because it's in Saudi Arabia. But still, like, that's dumb. 
They don't have to do it in Saudi Arabia. No, they don't. So, I hope I hope WWE Evolution becomes an annual thing. I think it would be a good thing to do. I'm glad they included as many women past and present as they did. And I hope... I know I didn't realize when I started watching wrestling, I made a lot of assumptions. I thought they were doing... I thought women were already doing what the men were doing. Like, even now. Like, I, I was just under the assumption that that was a thing. Mm-hmm. But then watching back catalog and pay-per-views and just the show's episodes like I didn't realize that Charlotte and Sasha had the first Hell in a Cell match just like two years was that two years ago now Mm -hmm. I thought I was like whoa they hadn't already been doing that that wasn't a thing already or like Becky and Charlotte having the first last woman standing match I was like how is this the first last woman standing match is 2018 how they not done that yet mm-hmm. or this year it was the first women's royal rumble match i didn't realize how technically far behind wwe was with women's wrestling mm-hmm. so i hope they keep moving forward give us those women's tag championships like, that's the next step. Yeah. That'd be the next big step after a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to see what is next for women's wrestling because apparently there's still a lot to do. They've gone a long way, but there's still further to go, apparently. So I'm excited to see where it goes, and I hope they keep moving forward. Always forward. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening to On the Road 2. We are on Apple Podcast. SoundCloud has the most recent episodes. Apple Podcast has all the episodes. Please like, review, subscribe, download, review, comment, all the wonderful things that you do with podcast share it with your friends family mm-hmm. wrestling buddies we'd love to have new listeners all more than f- probably the four people that have listened to this <laughs> any more than that would be amazing and anything you want to add David anything I missed did I miss anything <laughs> uh, no I think well, that's it Okay, so again, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you on the road to Crown Jewel.